Welcome, I'm Laura, and I find good advice and make it more personal, more intuitive, and more you. This is Secrets Your Mentor Never Told You. I found my community, and it has taken over a decade for me to acclimate to it. I'm still on this journey to find the balance uh, to move between the feeling of conflict and the feeling of community. I believe it's within uh, that I need to understand the conflict in my life. Sir Edmund Hillary said, it's not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. When I had conflict in my life, I fought outwards towards the obstacle. And then I would decide not to engage with a community because I didn't feel safe. In my work, I discovered that people want, uh, I want, happiness. Happiness includes being acknowledged and respected. And if you put it out there, that's what you'll get back. And that's what I have now. I have a story for you. It's not my own. It's the story of the Village of Calm. It's very significant to me because of my law enforcement background and from my family background. So officers go through a process of transition when leaving for work. They undergo a mental and physical transformation to match the work that they're going to perform. And then they do the same when they return home. I fell into trouble uh, when I was stuck in one gear work mode and, and it was in my personal life. Uh, coming from a family of violence and hatred, I joined because I wanted to find out how to be on the good side, to stop the violence and the hatred. So I invite you to imagine a village. It sits in a clearing of modest dwellings and there's a community of people all around. You see daily activities, people walking, talking to neighbors, children playing. All is peaceful and joyful and relaxed. You'll notice that all their expressions are very open and engaging with one another. This is the village of calm. Now the elders decide one day that the food sources are now low and they organized a group of warriors to go on a hunt. They gather to leave the village and they say their farewells and then they set out on their journey. The warriors don't travel very far before they make their first camp and they set it up. They make a fire, they eat and they tell stories. They speak of strategies and successful hunts from before. The ones where they fought with such fierce energy they start to shout and they feel incited by the opportunity of their own victory. Soon the warriors create this amazing energy and are aroused with this thought of their quest. Their sounds are aggressive and their senses become more acute. They are ready. The warriors set out and after a long battle, they return successful and tired, a bit beaten up and exhausted from their hunt. Excited to share this success, they head home, but the warriors stop short of the lights glowing softly in their village, and they set up camp. They build a fire. They tell more stories, and these stories are spoken with a soothing and relaxed tone. Their breathing lengthens, and their heart rate slows. Their voices become playful and more joyful, and in the morning, they wake ready to return. 
to their loved ones back to the village of Calm. The moral of this story for me, I cannot rely on this warrior state of 100% of the time. So it's important to know when it's turned on and when it's off. That's relying on the sympathetic nervous system to pump adrenaline into your muscles and your brain to function. And where have you done that before in your life? Using calm from your parasympathetic system allows you and I to function in daily activities, like preparing meals, sustaining shelter, and then when we're relaxed, we want to procreate because it's safe to do all these things. We have skills, talents, and abilities, and we don't differentiate who we are being. Are you in warrior mode or are you in village mode? And a big significant thing to note that there is no right or wrong. It is your awareness that matters. So I've been reading Bessel van der Kolk, The Body Keeps Score, and I want to credit him for his study on the effects of PTSD and Vietnam War veterans. He talks about community and the polyvagal theory. Polyvagal theory is based upon, I quote, the study of the subtle interplay between the visceral experience. Now I want to pause because visceral is where you feel it in your body before you know what you are thinking. Funny, huh? Viscera is Latin for internal organs in the trunk region. That's your heart, your liver, your small intestines, your large intestines. So back to the quote. It's the interplay between the visceral experience of your body and the voices and faces of the people around you. So the ultimate way to create your own village of calm is to truly see and hear your loved one. And that includes friends, neighbors, the person who checks your groceries out, or makes your coffee. Vandercook says the key is reciprocity. My take on reciprocity, if you put it out, allow it to come back to you. I'm Laura. Thanks for listening. At the time of recording, I didn't have the credit for The Village of Calm. I originally had it spoken to me in a seminar, and I've reproduced it here as best as I remember it. I welcome comments on where it originates and hope to update you on my website, flexiblelifecoach.com. I'd like to thank Kathy Quinlan Perez, who shared the story of The Village of Calm. Not sure that's even the title of the story, but it worked for me, so I kept it. I'd like to thank the amazing Bessel van der Kolk and his work and everything I've read in his book has healed a part of me. I'd like to thank the law enforcement community and other emergency services personnel for going out in warrior mode day after day. I want to thank my hero, Sir Edmund Hillary. I hope to be climbing real life mountains again one day. And a super special, fantastic thank you to my podcast coach, Mary. Couldn't have done this without you. Thank you for listening.